Hello and welcome to this another edition of Words from the Word of God. It's been about eight days since we've been able to join together and share words from the Word of God, but I'm glad to be back with you today. Uh, feeling a little bit better, still coveting your prayers as we're still dealing with some sickness here. But as we move forward and continue to journey toward and consider the cross of Christ, you know, we've said it many times, we must go through creation. You know, creation is where... It, it, you know, like we said, it, Genesis is the find, is the beginning or origin. That's what Genesis means. Uh, you know, it's the beginning of all things, and it's specifically the beginning of God's relationship to all of mankind. God's, and it, we will see this today as we go through Genesis chapter one, as the Lord leads. We'll get as far as He leads us today. Uh, but as we go through creation, we will see when God created everything. Now, I, I, we will address some things here as we go forward, but we see that God, in creating everything, it was perfect. Sin was not created. God did not create sin. But what we will find out is that he created uh, creatures such as angels and humans that had the ability of free choice or free will. Now, I know scholars have argued that free will and free choice back and forth, but it's a common sense thing. He created, and why did God create the creation? You know, he's self-existent and eternal. You know, we've, we've discovered this going through the Word of God, so why did He create His creation? Well, the Word of God doesn't tell us why. Some scholars have uh, considered that He uh, did not create the world because He needed it or anything, but that He might share His love with creatures, talking about mankind, who, unlike angels, are made in his image and likeness and could respond with love toward him. We will find that God created everything perfect without sin. And man disobeyed God's one commandment, one commandment, and brought sin and death into the human race. The whole human race, he, Adam in his sin and his rebellion brought sin into the human race. And we will see through that sin, we will see that sin and death entered into the human race. And therefore, we will see the purpose for the cross of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But first, we must look at creation. Abraham Lincoln and his presidency is, is quoted as saying, I cannot imagine anyone looking at the heavens and denying that there is a God. With that said, I want you to pause the broadcast right now, and I have a purpose for doing this. I want you to pause the broadcast, go outside, and look around. Take in everything with your senses. The, the beautiful trees, I have heard people saying uh, all along here in the last few days how beautiful the the, the pear trees and the, and the cherry trees and the uh, dogwood trees that are blooming, how beautiful they are with the blooms. And uh, we see the newness of life as spring comes in and we're able to breathe the fresh air of spring as it enters in. And we see, look up at the sky, look at the sun, let the, the heat of the sun uh, shine upon your face. 
look at all the beauty that surrounds us, the birds, the trees, all of creation. Take all that in and then come back in the house. And then I want you to grab your Bibles. And I want you to open up with me and read along with me as we read the creation of God, our Father in heaven. The creation of all things as he spoke everything into existence. What a wonderful blessing this is, how God has chosen in his word to reveal himself to us through creation, through nature, through everything that we see, touch, smell, uh, everything that we taste, the food that we eat, all things that we have, we have because God created everything that we would need. And that is such a blessing to me. But Genesis chapter 1, as we begin, you know, Charles Spurgeon said, nothing teaches us about the preciousness of our creator as much as when we learned the emptiness of everything else. Uh, and I, I quote this from Ecclesiastes, uh, so, the uh, Solomon writing. He says, vanity of, vex vanity of vanities, saith the preacher, vanity of vanities, all is vanity. And this is Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse, verse 2. He said, and then verse 14, he said, I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, considering the works of man. And behold, all is vanity and vexation of spirit. Vexation means trouble. Vanity means emptiness. You know, everything that we have, everything that we hold to, everything that we work so hard to have and build in our lifetime, it is empty, and that's what Solomon is saying there in Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 2. It is empty apart from God. And the only way that we can know and have the fullness is to have God in our life. And the only way that we can have a relationship with the God of creation is through his Son, Jesus Christ and his cross and his blood shed there for our forgiveness that we accept God's plan of salvation. And we will see this just shown out, revealed to us as we go through his word here in Genesis chapter 1 through 3. We will see the sin of man. We will see God's uh, proclamation, his, his, his uh, prophecy of the Redeemer that would come through the seed of David, through the seed of Abraham. Uh, I mean, it's so wonderful, the God's plan of salvation, how wonderful it is. But now that you've been outside and you've come back, I pray you have, and you've got your Bible, let's look at what the Word of God says here. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Did you hear that? And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament 
and divided the waters from that which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. Did you hear that? God said, and it was so. God said it was so. It's so wonderful if we think about the power uh, that, can you imagine? I, I mean, try to explain God, the eternal power of God, and you will lose your mind. But man has proven if you try to explain away creation and God's sovereign rule over all things in his creation, you will, in fact, lose your mind. This is proven over and over and over again throughout the history of mankind as man has done everything in their power to try to refute, to refute God's creation. Uh, you know, it, 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 there was a quote, and I want to quote this again. It says, try to explain the things of God, the eternal God, and you may lose your mind, but try to explain them away, and you will definitely lose your mind. This quote seems to be a reality since man has spent countless hours, countless hours, and billions, if not trillions of dollars trying to disprove God's truth about his creative power and sovereign rule over all his creation. Their theories, man's theories, are continually changing. And the cost of their futile science continually increases day by day. But there's one thing that has remained the same, and that is God's holy word. God's word has never and will never change. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Now, we have gotten to day two here. Day two, God has created. He's divided the light from the darkness. I find it interesting that that is the first thing that God did. He divided the light from the darkness. My friend, sin throughout scripture is synonymous with darkness and light with salvation and redemption that comes through Jesus Christ. I find it very interesting that it's the first thing on the very first day that God did was divide the light from the darkness. And my friends, that eternal power that create, that divided the light from the darkness and created the heaven above the waters as on day two, the firmament, that means heaven, and the waters were divided. Heaven was, was formed. <clears throat> the heavens, the sky that we see, the heaven above that, and on into the third heaven. All that was spoken into existence. But I find it very interesting that he would, on the first day, the very first thing of creation, speak into uh, existence like, you know, it says right there, and I like this verse, verse 2, he says, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. I love that. If you think about the sinner's soul, it's full of darkness, it's void, it's in chaos, there is no order to it. But when they hear the word of God and they feel the power of the word of God and they know and they humble themselves before the creator of all things and they understand that they are in need of him and they want to come to him, the spirit moves. And God says, let there be light when the spirit comes in. John said, and I want to turn over there right quick. 
Uh, John chapter 1, right quick. Turn over there with me. Let's look at John chapter 1. I love this verse of Scripture. In, beginning in verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. He's speaking none other than Jesus Christ. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. I want you to listen to verse 4 here in verse 5. In him was life, and the life was the light to men. And the light shineth into darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John, speaking of John the Baptist. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Speaking none other than Jesus Christ. Verse 11, he came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as any, many received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. We have spoken time and time and time again, my friends of belief, faith, having faith in the God of creation, having faith in his plan of salvation through Jesus Christ the Lord. And it says right here in verse 13, which were born not of blood, and not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. But you must understand, for the, the word to take hold, the spirit must move in that dark, vast, chaotic soul as it moved upon the faces of the deep in creation when God divided the light from the darkness. Jesus said, nevertheless, in chapter 16 of John, he said, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away, for if I go not away, the Comforter, speaking of the Holy Spirit, will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him that you send him unto you. And listen to verse 8. And when he has come, he will, re he will reprove. That means convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. My friends, sin has been judged in Christ on Jesus, on, uh, Jesus Christ on the cross. It has been judged. He has brought light into darkness. God has divided that eternal darkness of sin and death, that, that valley of the shadow of death of sin. He has brought the light in. He has commanded the light to shine into that darkness in the person of Jesus Christ. And that light has shone in. And I find it very interesting that this is a very good picture of salvation of a lost soul because they're dark and they're void and they're in chaos. And the spirit moves when they hear the word of God. Paul writes in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, he says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. When we preach the word of God, we preach the everlasting gospel of Jesus Christ. God can see it, command that light to enter in by his spirit into that dark, vast, and chaotic soul, and he will divide 
and bring the light in, and all darkness has to flee when that person humbles himself before the God of creation and sees their need of salvation, sees their need of him, and the, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and places their faith in him. My friends, thank you today for joining me. And my friend, if you're here and you're in the sound of my voice and you are rejecting Christ and your soul is dark and 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 void and without any uh, substance of being, it's dark, it's all dark, and you want to receive that light, all you have to do is repent. That means you turn from your sins and you accept Christ today and you place your faith in his cross and in his blood that he shed on Calvary's cross for you and you invite him to come into your heart and you will be saved. He will in no wise cast you out if you call upon his name today. All you have to do is confess that he is the risen son of God and invite him into your life today and repent of your sins. You can't just accept him and go back out in the world and live like you want to no true change comes in repentance that means you change your mind that leads to a change in your life you are fully changed you go from dark to light darkness to light from damnation to salvation and from a destination of hell to the wonderful destination of heaven through eternity with God, our Father, and Jesus Christ, our Lord, the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to the next time that we can share a word from the Word of God. God bless.